Well, the Razorback baseball team may play an SEC tournament game at some point in time. We don't really know, so the weather's pretty bad. But I felt like today would be a wonderful opportunity to do a What If Wednesday, maybe something we stick with in the summer. And it was actually a question submitted by one of you, the listeners or watchers, depending on the venue of which you take care of these podcasts. But either way, we're going to talk about it and have some fun with it. What if Bobby Petrino never wrecked his motorcycle in 2012? We're going to break it all down on the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 103.7 The Buzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Now, I know what you are thinking. You listen to that cold open of mine, you see the title of this video, and you're going to start throwing tomatoes at me because you're like, oh, we're sick and tired of things being brought up. We're sick and tired of it being talked about. Let's move on. It's the future. Everything's going good for football. We need to stop bringing it up. Yada, 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 yada. Okay, that's fine, folks. I'm just having some fun with this. It's not like I'm you know, trying to go back and wish we would have would have kept Bobby Petrino or anything like that. It's just, it was a question that was submitted by one of you. And I thought it was very interesting. And it's something that I've discussed with friends and discussed on my radio show before. And since, you know, Razorback baseball is not even playing a game, may not play a game today. And so I'm about to go on vacation. I was like, okay, well, this would be kind of a fun opportunity to talk about it and looking at some of the things that uh, could or could not have happened. Now, uh, I want to preface this, this is just my opinion of course, and it's not like there's any you know surefire way of knowing what would have transpired if events went kind of the way I thought that they went. Um, you know, there, there would be some of that, but I still think it's pretty fun to talk about, pretty fun to discuss, and and I appreciate the the opportunity to kind of discuss it too, because again, I think that it's it's a it's a not a not a just a clear cut black and white result of what could have happened. But here's how I think if Bobby Petrino was never fired from Arkansas. And that motorcycle accident never happened in 2012. Let me also preface that by saying, I don't think Bobby Petrino today would still be the coach. I think Petrino eventually would have done something or started scaling back on the football program and all those things and, and ended up not being able to be a, the coach that you know a lot of people were hoping him to be. And then he either leaves or gets fired eventually or whatever. But we're just talking about there in the next few years after 2012 and after the motorcycle accident of what could have been for the Razorback football team because so many people it, this is the stupidest thing ever everyone's talking about with Petrino uh the recruiting was dropping off the recruiting was dropping off it wasn't because the majority of Brett Bielma's players that went to the NFL and got drafted were like Bobby Petrino players so I I, I don't I don't I don't buy that aspect but if you think about in 2012 because that's the year that it all went down Arkansas, obviously, is a preseason top 10 team, and rightfully so. And if Petrino was still the coach, and you look at the schedule, there was a lot of great opportunities for Arkansas to have just as good of a year, if not better, than what they had in 2011. They went 11-2 and in 2011, uh, you know, with the Cotton Bowl win and all those things. But with Tyler Wilson being your senior quarterback who had been there forever and was a preseason all-SEC quarterback, between him between Kobe Hamilton, you had Jonathan Williams, you had um, Nile Davis, you had Dennis Johnson. 
those were your running backs. You, I think you still would have had Mikhail McKay. I still think you would have had, um, I guess, uh, what was uh, Markwell Wade would have had him. You would have had Chris Gregg as your tight end. You would have had an offensive line with Travis Swanson and some, some Alvin Bailey, some other really good players too. Your defensive line would have been Chris Smith and Trey Flowers and uh, Darius Phylon. Uh, you know, it, it just the list goes on and on uh, of great players that you had on that team already in 2012. The talent was there, but the coaching obviously wasn't with John L. Smith. But if you just look at the schedule, like I look at it in 2012, if Petrino would have been the coach, you would have beaten Jacksonville State, of course, and Louisiana Monroe. Bama at home, probably not, because Bama ended up winning the national championship that year. Probably don't win that one. But you beat Rutgers at home for sure. Uh you beat Texas. I don't know if, well, here's the thing. I don't know if, you, I don't think you beat Texas a because that was one of the years where the game was at uh, Texas A&M in College Station, and that was Johnny Manziel in his Heisman Trophy year. So I think you lose to Bama and A&M. But the rest of the games, you win. You beat Auburn, because you already did. You beat Kentucky, which you already did. I think you beat Ole Miss for sure. You beat Tulsa for sure. You beat South Carolina on the road for sure. Mississippi State on the road for sure. And LSU at home, they were number eight in the country. John L. Smith was the coach there, and you lost 20 to 13. You lost by a touchdown with John L. Smith when the season was blah, everything was gone. I think you beat LSU, and you go 10 and 2 again that year. Like if Bobby Petrino was your coach, you still go 10 and 2. Your two losses to Alabama and to Texas AM, and you go to a bowl game, probably the Cotton Bowl again, something like that. Maybe even end up with a top 10 ranking because the only two games you would have lost was to the number one Alabama Crimson Tide and like the number five Texas AM Aggies. And you're in great shape. You have another great year. Now, that's not the main question. People were talking about the future of Bobby Petrino and, and where he was at, uh, not just the following year, because everyone knows that 2012 would have been a great year with Petrino as the coach. But what about after all these great players left? You know, who was coming in? And there's no way to know who was recruiting, because like Alex Collins is not going to come to Arkansas if Bobby Petrino was here. You know, um, you know, I don't think Denver Kirkland comes to Arkansas if Bobby Petrino is here. Hunter Henry's even one of those guys where you don't, I don't know if he comes to Arkansas, Bobby Petrino's here. So we're just going to have to kind of go off of what we think that the recruiting would look like and all those things. And then heading into, into 2013. So think about this. You would still in 2013, you'd have to break in a new quarterback, but it would be Brandon Allen. Now, Brandon Allen, say what you want about the guy, the dude's in the NFL still. He's still a backup quarterback in the NFL. He's a backup quarterback in the NFL for the Super Bowl runners up last year for the Bengals. I don't care what anyone says, that's worth something. He's obviously a good enough quarterback. And Bobby Petrino, for all of his faults, knew how to coach a quarterback and knew how to make a quarterback be very successful. And I don't think Brandon Allen would have had uh, any other issue or any other problems with that, especially in 2013. So you have Brandon Allen coming in as your quarterback. You're still returning the majority of your offensive line, at least some of the, the main anchors, particularly in this case, Travis Swanson as the center. That's a big get, and that's a big leader to have on your offensive line. You would still you lose Kobe Hamilton, but you'd still have Markwell Wade, assuming he's still on the team. You'd still have Mikhail McKay, uh, who is assuming he's still on the team. And uh, you know, you would have, I'm sure, some other wide receivers that you recruited to be in that position, whether it's a Javante Herndon or a Keon Hatcher or whoever, you'd still have them right into their mix as good on that on that front. You'd have on 2013, still Darius Phylon. Chris, uh, Chris Smith and Trey Flowers. You'd have those guys. Uh, in their secondary, you'd still have Tevin Mitchell. You'd still have Alan Turner. You, you, you know, you'd still have a few pieces there that were were pretty good. Linebacker, you know, I don't know if Martrell Spate comes here or not. So, you know, kind of chalk it up, but you'd still have Brooks Ellis. Uh, 
uh, there in the mix. Braylon Mitchell would still, still be the guy, too. So that's kind of what your routine would look like. But it's about the schedule, as we know more so than anything. And Arkansas' schedule in 2013 was really difficult. But I can guarantee you Bobby Petrino does not go 3-9 and nine in 0-8 in conference play like Brett Bielema did. So you, you look at the games where the first three games, first four games, Bobby Petrino wins if he's the coach. Louisiana Lafayette, Sanford, Southern Miss, and at Rutgers. I know Arkansas lost at Rutgers because Bielema was an idiot. But you, you win those four games for sure. Then you play Texas A&M at home in Fayetteville against Johnny Manziel. I think Petrino wins that game because Johnny Manziel is a great quarterback, but that defense was bad for A&M. Uh, they didn't have uh, Michael uh, Michael Evans. Yeah, is that right? Yeah, uh, as far as as wide receiver, that that was an eight and four A&M team, and I think Arkansas beats them at home. Then you go to Florida. Now, Florida was a top twenty five team, but they weren't that great of a top twenty five team. That was the years that like you had Jim McElwain there. I think Arkansas beats Florida. You get South Carolina back at home. They beat Arkansas 52-7 to that year. That one was a tough one because that South Carolina team was really good. So I'll, have, I'll, give, I'll, give a, I'll give a throw to Arkansas losing that game to South Carolina. And then you have Alabama on the road. You lose that one no matter what. Uh, then you get Auburn at home. That was Gus Malzahn's first year, the team they went to the national championship. Arkansas actually played pretty well, and Arkansas always played well under Petrino against spread offenses and against Gus Malzahn. So I say Arkansas wins that game and keeps Auburn out of the national championship. They beat Ole Miss, they beat Mississippi State, and then they beat LSU because Arkansas should have beaten LSU that year too. So you're talking about a nine and three season. If I if I did my math right, to say South Carolina was probably a loss, Alabama was probably a loss, and there would be one in there whether it was Florida or um, Auburn or you know whoever, maybe even LSU. Like maybe one of those goes away, but I'm talking about nine and three, 10 and two that year. I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility. I don't think that's too crazy. I don't think that's too far-fetched. I think that's an absolute uh, possibility for what could have happened there. So, and we're going to talk about what happens up until 2014, because that's really start where uh, Bobby Petrino's recruits and players start to go out, out, outside and start to leave uh, the program to move on to other things. And we'll talk about there in just a second. But first I got to tell you about rockauto.com with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models. When it comes to vehicles and everything, it's hard to find the parts that you need, especially with the inflation going up the way it is. Everybody's trying to mark up things at such a higher price. You don't have to worry about that at rockauto.com. They have all the different car parts you'll ever need for your vehicle, whether you are a do-it-yourselfer or if you own a company. No matter what it is, it's going to be the same price for you no matter what. It's a family-owned business serving do-it-yourselfer for over 20 years, and they have everything that you need. So go to rockauto.com. And when you see the how did you hear about us box, be sure you enter in locked on because they'll know that we sent you there to get some great car parts from them. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the car parts you'll ever need at rockauto.com. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, I do want to continue on the whole what if Bobby Petrino was never fired in Arkansas uh, back in 2012. And again, we're just having fun with this. Stop getting in the comments. Stop yelling at me, saying to move on. It's just for fun. They're just jokes, as your your faces would say. Don't, don't take it so seriously. Uh, but I'm moving on to 2014 because to, to me, this was the year. 2014, I think, would have been the year, assuming that Petrino kept everything going as far as the recruiting-wise you know, being in the same realm that he was in, considering all the players would have stayed healthy, considering all those things and all those factors playing into it. 
to me, 2014 would have been the year of the Razorbacks. Um, you started off the season, though, with uh, with Auburn on the road, which was so stupid. I think it was the SEC Network deal where they wanted to start SEC games at the beginning, and that was one of them. Um, but you still had Brandon Allen, seasoned vet, now have going through a whole year. You have still Mikhail McKay still on the team. You still have some good wide receivers there. You have some some good tight ends, whether it's Jeremy Sprinkle or, you know, again, I don't know if Hunter Henry comes to that, but, you know, maybe, maybe he still becomes a Razorback if Bobby Petrino was the coach. But you still have options there. Your offensive line is in good shape. You still have your stars on defense, especially on the defensive line. I, I think that this would have been the year because this year Arkansas went 6-6 six and six, and, like, every game was close for the most part. But I think Arkansas beats Auburn in that first game on the road. Because that Auburn team was ended up, they were number six, but preseason, but I think they ended up going like uh, seven and five. So they they weren't as good of a team as what uh, what they ended up being. But I think that uh, that game in the beginning, for, for, and also I don't think Arkansas, if they have Petrini as the coach, I don't think they play that game at that point in time. I don't think they start the season on the road in the SEC against a number six team. I think that they probably give that to some other team that they wanted to get the crap beat out of them. But either way, I still think Arkansas beats Auburn. They beat Nickel State. They beat Texas Tech on the road. They beat Northern Illinois. They beat AM and Arlington. I think they beat Alabama. That was the year that they lost 14 to 13 by one point at home. Arkansas wins that game if Bobby Petrino's the coach. Because Brett Bielma apparently is too stupid to understand that, hey, if you're playing Alabama and you already missed an extra point and you scored a touchdown and it's 12 to 7, you don't go for two. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. And it's still a mistake that haunts Arkansas to this day. So Bobby Petrino doesn't make those types of idiotic mistakes. Arkansas wins that game. They get Georgia down in Little Rock, which Arkansas got the crap beat out of them in that one, but it was only in one quarter. Like, I think our, uh, and, uh, Georgia scored 35 points or something in one quarter of that game in the second quarter. Uh, but that doesn't happen. And I think Arkansas wins that game because they actually staged a comeback and only ended up losing by 13. But uh, I think Arkansas wins that game. It was a beautiful day, too. And I don't, and Georgia that season, I know that they were highly ranked and everything, but they finished the season. Um, Let's see. They finished the season nine and three. So I think Arkansas wins that game. They beat UAB. They went, go on the road to number one Mississippi State and Dak Prescott. Arkansas almost won that game anyways, with again, with Brad Bielma as a coach. They win that one. LSU, they won. And Ole Miss, they won. They win those at home. They win Missouri on the road. And so when you're looking at that, yeah, I'm kind of saying that Arkansas probably goes no worse than 11 and one that year. I don't think they go worse than 11 and one that year. That was a down year for the SEC because Alabama got smoked by Ohio State in the college football playoff. Mississippi State had Dak Prescott, which was great, but they kind of fell off, especially when they played against really good physical teams. Georgia was good, but not like unbeatable. Missouri ended up winning the East that year, but Missouri was not a good foot. Like Arkansas should have won that game as it was, but they were not good. Like that, the East was terrible that year. And uh, we know that Arkansas just took care of business against the other teams. So I think Arkansas has arguably their best year in 2014. If Petrino was the coach, Brandon Allen was the quarterback. You had those wide receivers coming in and knowing how the SEC was and, and the type of defense that you still had, especially because the key would always be offensive and defensive line. Arkansas's offensive and defensive line were premier in that situation in that point. And I think that I think that they do no worse than 11 and one. Now that would have made them win the sec West. 
And you're probably like, are you saying that Arkansas would win the SEC West? Yes, I am. I'm saying that Arkansas would win the SEC West. I also think that if they win the SEC West, they win the SEC because if they played Missouri or Georgia or whoever again, uh, which who knows because they would have had two, uh, another because Arkansas played both those teams, which is just amazing how their schedule always plays out that way. I still think that Arkansas beats either of them again in the SEC championship game. And I think that they go on to the college football playoff. Now, they don't win the national championship. I don't think they beat Ohio State that year because I don't think I think Ohio State was just a team of destiny that year. But I think Arkansas would have done that. And I think that they would have won the West and uh, won the SEC. And the year after that, I don't know. I don't know if things would have started going haywire. Things would start going downhill. Maybe Petrino leaves for another job, whatever it may be. But to me, that's the only legitimate distance you could have when it comes to how Arkansas with Petrino would have fared by looking at it from just three years after the fact. Because again, who's to know? Like, because after Brandon Allen leaves and all that, we don't, I mean, I guess Austin Allen would have been the quarterback. But besides that, you would have no idea what the team would look like. But I, I say all that to say this. And I want to reiterate this. I am so happy where the Arkansas program is at right now and going with Sam Pittman. Man, he's the man for the job. He's the best guy for the job. And I think he has potential to be the best Razorback coach in a long time. And he has all the bakings for it. And I think he can be. Um, and I know that everything happens for a reason. I still I don't like Brett Bielema. I definitely don't like Chad Morris. And those kind of were spurned because of the Petrino firing and, and the way things all that went and all that stuff. So I'm not trying to sit here and complain and wish that, oh, I wish that Petrino was never fired because I do like where they're at right now. Now, the years of Bielema and Chad Morris sucked, but if it means to an end of being where we're at right now, then I'm fine with it. But the thing is, is that any of you are out there, and, and I've heard media members because they just don't like Petrino here locally, and it, they just give these terrible takes of saying, well, Petrino, if he would have remained the coach, it, it wouldn't have worked out, or you know, he's, his recruiting stopped. Shut up. You just didn't like the guy because he wasn't nice to you. Like he goes to Louisville and has a Heisman Trophy winner and has a, has a phenomenal year. Now it fell off pretty quickly, but he did just fine over there. And during that era of college football, especially in the SEC, he would have done just fine. And so anybody that says that Petrino, like that, uh, Petrino would have gone four and eight, you know, he would have gone three and nine. And I think he still would have won double-digit games for the next three years. At least two out of three years, he won, would have won double-digit games. Still believe that. Because with Petrino, it was always about the quarterback. As long as you got a great quarterback, you were always going to be in great shape. And Arkansas with Brandon Allen, they were going to have a great quarterback. So I know people are yelling at me and disagreeing with me in the comments. And that's fine. That's fine. I'll take it. But at the end of the day, just remember that, you know, things happen for a reason. Program's at where it's at. But I think Arkansas, if they would have had Petrino, those next three years would have been so, so, so much more fun than what it was with John L. Smith and Brett Bielma. I think we can all agree and feel good about that, at least. Our partners at BetOnline.net continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering information from live betting, the playoffs, esports, and so much more. So head to the website and use your mobile device today to learn more about the trends and actions over at BetOnline.net, where the game starts. I did it again. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
All right. I'm, I'm like, for those of you probably listening, you probably have no idea why I said I did it again. But if you're watching on video, I hit this wrong, stupid button again. It's like getting my whole little thing here. And I'm the two ways to go in and edit, edit it. So I'm just going to leave it. It was a quick graphic that popped up, but then I changed it back and it went to the video. So I'm an idiot. I, and I'm apparently, you know, already checked out and fully on vacation right now. So either way. Uh, final segment, though. <laughs> uh, I, I wanted to, to uh, just kind of make a quick point about what my sign says over back here for those of you watching on youtube where it says move the sec baseball tournament um right now at least at this point in time i think there's a game going on i think it's auburn and kentucky happening right now but we've had a lot of delays yesterday and today and i have been one of those people who have said for a very long time we need to get the SEC baseball tournament out of the Hoover Met. I went there last year. I know that people maybe have nostalgic about it or whatever, but it's not good. The facility is not good. I get it centrally located and, and all of that, but it's not, it's not right. It's not good. And it's like, I laugh because I'm like, okay, the SEC football championships in the Mercedes Benz dome over there where the Falcons play in an NFL stadium. The basketball tournament, for the most part, is in Nashville in a really nice facility or sometimes it's in Tampa or, or wherever, but it's always in a very high-end facility and, and all that. But the baseball tournament is at the Hoover Met. I It needs to move around, and I don't know. Maybe it needs to be in a dome, and you know, people are going to be like, well, where, where would you play it in the dome? I don't know if it ends up being in Houston or uh, – I don't even know. if I guess does Houston still have a dome? I think they do. Houston or Tech or Texas or for the Rangers where they play. So, you know, maybe there I'd be fine with that. But it needs to go somewhere either where it's in a dome or it needs to go somewhere nicer. I think where the Redbirds play in Memphis would be fun. You know, you still have to do with the rain out there. But, you know, having it there, having it somewhere in Nashville, having it in Atlanta would be cool. Maybe where the Braves play. That would be pretty awesome. Um, somewhere else. Because this is this is dumb. It, it's not it, it's not needed anymore. It needs to change, and it's not the same as what it used to be, and all that. But I want it to move. I want it to go away somewhere else. SEC bat, baseball deserves a lot better. It deserves a lot more. And hopefully one day that ends up happening. But it's so dumb, and it's so dumb that we have to wait on this, and or, or just make it like single elimination where you don't have to worry about all these games. Like I think that would be awesome. Just be all right. You get one shot at it. Single elimination SEC tournament, winner go home, let's go. Because I'll at least make less games have to happen for it to get into a full tournament. Something like that has to change, but this has been stupid. It's been so stupid that we've been having to deal with this. So, anyways, appreciate everybody listening in to the Locked On Ranger X podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then.